Welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Welcome and hello to another episode of I Am Divine. And today we're going to be deep diving into the heart of the holiday season, Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, as joyful and magical as this time can be, it also brings some unique pressures like the expectations of gift giving and family dynamics. And Paula and I are here today to literally unwrap the layers of stress (laughs) and provide some comforting solutions from a divine perspective. So when it comes to holiday pressures, I know big stressors can be gift giving and finding the perfect gift or, you know, even the financial strains of buying that gift. Have you experienced those stressors before, Paula? Most definitely. I think even now, so with prices for everything going up, for me, it's always like showing my love through the gift, going and buying something. And I think when we talk about that too, when it comes back to the heart, that's what it really is. It isn't about the dollar amount that's behind it. And I know for those of you that have children, I think sometimes that expectation, you know, when they see the all the commercials coming up on TV and I want this and I want that, I think one of the best things we can be teaching them is really what is the foundation with what is really going on at the end of the day. And it isn't about all these expensive gifts where we're stressed and we're trying to figure out how we're going to buy all these things for our families and coming back to, you know, this is about the love. This is about honoring someone with whatever that gift is. I know when I was a child, I was learning how to knit and things like that. So I was knitting sweaters for my my sisters and stuff, even though it wasn't maybe perfect, it was something that came from the heart. And when I think about these things from an energy perspective too, I'm putting my energy into these things that I'm creating. I know for me more so now too, instead of going out and buying things, I'm an aromatherapist. So I was making blends. Maybe it was a cough and cold one. Maybe it was a massage oil. You know, maybe it was something you could diffuse through your house. So I know for me, I started coming back to more, what can I make that I'm putting my energy into that I can gift somebody that's going to help them? Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that because I used to do that when I was younger. I would make certain things. This is when I was like a teenager because I didn't have a lot of money. So I would make things for my parents. And I remember one year making this doll thing for my mom and she put it in a closet and she didn't even acknowledge it. And I thought it was great. It hung on your door. It had little sensey things to it. It was really cute, but she didn't appreciate it with all the work that I did. And I remember being in that moment of being like, oh, she didn't appreciate it. But knowing now what I know then, it's like, it doesn't take away from my intention of, I put love, I put something into this that meant a lot to me. So when I gave it to her and didn't necessarily get the reaction from her that I was expecting, 
knowing now what I know, it's okay. And I think that that's something valuable that we need to remember as well when we are giving gifts is people might not react the way we want them to. They might not be as excited for these gifts, but it's the intention of you behind the gifts. Like, fuck, who cares? what If they don't like it, they don't like it. That's their thing. You know that you went into making this thing. You know you went into purchasing, whatever it is, with such love and thinking that it's going to be something that they're really going to enjoy. So to kind of take that expectation off of how they're going to react to this gift, but to really stand in the truth of your intention was well thought out. It was backed by love and it is the perfect gift, whether it's received well or it's not. Yeah. And I remember times when I was growing up where I really didn't have much money. I remember one Christmas I just, you know, had a new partner and it was our first Christmas together. And, you know, all I had was a hundred dollars you know, for, for everybody or everything. And and at first I was very upset over that because I didn't have much money to give things. And I really did have to step back and say, you know, what is this really about at the end of the day? So I think mm-hmm. that can become such a stressor when we talk about money and gifts mm-hmm. and Kim, you were talking about, you know, let's set a budget, let's set, this is how much we're going to spend. And that's it. It isn't about how much is this gift. Mm-hmm. It's coming back from the heart and and I'm giving it with love. And and as I said, whenever we do that, the energy attached to that is going into the home, it's going to the person. And that's mm-hmm. just as important. So not to get stuck in, oh, I have to get an expensive gift for someone all the time. It's just about how am I showing my love? So yeah. going from times where I had money to be able to, you know, buy what I want, mm-hmm. to not having it and feeling so much more stressed. But as you said, stepping back and really going, what is this really about at the end of the day? And I know it's probably more difficult with children, but again, as we can educate and teach them and really bring them back to what is the foundation, you know, of, of what's really happening, I think we're creating some beautiful adults as they move forward into their future as well. Mm. Absolutely. And I know it's it's not, you know, quote unquote about the gifts, but it is a pressure that happens at Christmas time. Absolutely. So when it comes to not just the pressure of the gifts, there's also, I would say, the pressure of the social obligation as well. I don't know about you, but my December is so booked right now. I'm like, when do I get to breathe? When do I get to stop? And it's about learning to set those boundaries of when to say too much is too much. And yeah, being able to say no, you've experienced that as well, I'm assuming. Yeah. And I'm starting to to pick up on that too. But I think I came to a point where, you know, I'm just going to do what I can do. I'm not going to set myself. So I'm running myself, you know, the tank is going on empty, just trying to keep up with everything and everybody. It's still just stepping back and making sure that I can keep myself in balance. And I think that's important for a lot of people to understand when we talk about obligations, it might be, you know, feeling maybe a friend's having a party or you got to do this and that, but also being able to set boundaries and say, you know, realistically, I don't want to do this. Maybe I can't do this because I'm just running out of steam and being okay with saying, you know, thank you, but I'm not able to attend or not able to be a part of that and be okay with that. I think we feel guilty if we're not jumping in on every invitation and everything because we think it's expected of us. Yeah, that FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. Exactly. And I think that's really difficult when we come to families and, you know, you're married. Oh, we got to go over here to this family and over here to that family. Make sure everyone's, you know, the same. It might be, hey, this year we're going to do this and next year we're going to be with your side of the family. You know, being able to to set that stuff up so that you're still, you know, not feeling like you're running yourself ragged is so, so important. Well, I think, too, especially now in this day and age with technology is 
it doesn't necessarily have to be face to face all the time too. You can set up like a beautiful Zoom call. If you can't be there for dinner, you know, maybe maybe you just don't want to go for dinner, but you want to have dinner with these people. Set up a computer and you can still have that conversation. But there's so many different ways that we can interact with each other now. I think that that also could alleviate some of it. And then you can say, I've got an hour to sit and talk and that's it. I've got 30 minutes and you can set those boundaries to kind of free up more time as well. Yeah, I think that's a great, great idea, especially when you're talking about jumping online. Hey, this time, this date, maybe it's friends, they're all over the, the country, family, whatever. Let's come together with some Christmas cheer. Let's have some, you know, just talk about things and hang out for a while. It doesn't always have to be that I'm tangibly, physically in front of you and still being okay with that. I know maybe some of the old school may not understand that as much, but I think, you know, that has its merit as well. And and I think that can really help to reduce stress a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And travel. <laughs> Yeah, just travel, really. Right? In Canada, where we never know what the weather is going to be like. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find decorating? Do you find that to be overwhelming, or that you have to decorate? Or it's funny because you know when I was kind of brought up, and Christmas was always one of my favorite holidays too. So that was like the first thing. As soon as I always waited till after Remembrance Day, and then the Christmas decorations were up. And, you know, it was just such a thing. I was very immaculate about how I did my tree. Oh, it's not right here. It's got to be over here. And now it really doesn't matter. You know, Kim, I said to you this year, I have a kitten that is a year old and I have a puppy that, you know, he's going to be maybe two months old. And I really don't want to be putting a tree on the ground where the cat's going to be climbing it and the dog's underneath chewing on it. And so I made a decision this year, which is the first year I've just got this little tree and I'm going to put it up on a table. So it's out of reach for the animals. And just honor that. And it's the first year. And and thankfully, I mean, I shouldn't say thankfully, but I have no children. And my husband's like, nope, that's fine. I don't care. So I'll still <laughs> decorate around, especially because I run my business from here as well. So I'll put decorations up because I think that helps me to get in the spirit. So mm-hmm. it isn't about stressing, oh, I don't have this up or that up or it doesn't look right. But now just saying, you know what, I'm just welcoming the energy into my home, you know, because Christmas for me was always family. It was always about spending time together. So coming back to the remembrance of what it's about versus, oh, I have to go buy these, all these things to put up or stuff in my yard or, you know, whatever, just come back to being okay with what you want to do. And I I think we did a ask us anything. And this was kind of brought up where some people were saying, I don't even put up a tree anymore. Yeah. And other people were saying, well, you have to do this. Well, no, it isn't about that. What works for you? And being okay with it, no matter what anyone else thinks. Yeah, my sister's the same way. She she doesn't put up a tree. And since my mom passed, she stopped putting up a tree. And everyone says the same thing. Well, you have to put up a tree. And she's just like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I love decorating for Christmas and getting in the Christmas spirit. I hate putting it away. <laughs> like, yeah. That drives me nuts. But for me, when I decorate, it reminds me of my mom because my mom used to decorate. But I also love, especially when we decorate the tree, is... I still, even though my kids are teenagers, I still, I still make, I'm like, you are going to decorate my tree, but they go through the the ornaments and they're like, oh, remember this? Remember when I made that? Cause my tree is all homemade ornaments. And so they're bringing up like memories and they're talking about it and they're laughing. They're like, you know, they're j- joking with each other. And that in itself is creating something special for, for us all. And so that is why I think I love getting our tree because we go and we chop it and like we have the traditions where we chop down our tree and then we come back and we listen to certain music and like there's certain things that we do but for me I love decorating like that is that is not a stressor taking it down that's the stressor putting it up 
love it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm the same. I have certain decorations and things. I have some really like beautiful porcelain, like one's a porcelain doll face. And another one is like a Santa. And these are ones that I was given when I was little, because that was a tradition that my parents did when we started getting older is we would get a, a Christmas decoration every year for our own tree. Mm-hmm. So as you said, it brings back the memories behind it. And that's really special from that perspective too. And I remember as a kid, you know, here's the popcorn and cranberries. And stringing that out. And then afterwards, it would go outside for the birds. You know, it's the coming together, you said too, about listening to certain music. When my decorating's going up, my Christmas music's on. And it helps to relax, right? And just get in that flow in the spirit. I found the past couple of years, it was like I was having difficulty getting into that feeling. Uh And so I had to step back and say, again, you know, what does this represent? It's just about helping me to feel good as well. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to create such a beautiful, perfect experience. It has to be a perfect holiday, you know. I think that can be hard for people as well. That's something that I never got into. It's, you know, we set the turkey on fire one year. <laughs> you know? So definitely wasn't wasn't a perfect holiday. But again, when we go into the holidays, it's having that expectation of no expectation. Yeah. You know, really go into it and just take it as it is. And be in the moment. I think if you're able to let go of expectations and just be in the moment and embrace it and enjoy it, it's going to be so different for you. Yeah. And I know for myself, one of the things I didn't like too, as my spidey senses opened up more as an empath and intuitive, hitting those uh, shopping malls with all those people. And we think it's a beautiful time. And usually people are irritable because they're trying to get things done. So I know the past couple of years too, where, you know, again, I don't have children, but we kind of go into Amazon and go, okay, here's, here's a file for a wish list. Mm-hmm. And I'll say to my husband, here, go and take a look. This is kind of what I'm looking at. So I find I, you know, the, some of the things I do purchase now are more online because I don't want to go chasing the malls. Yeah. I don't want to go and beat the traffic and deal with all the people being so sensitive. I don't want to be in that energy. So when we talk about a holiday pressures, you know, again, find some ways that works for you. Maybe you're going to start buying gifts, you know, six months before Christmas. So I can buy one thing once a month. Uh-huh. But for me, I don't have any desire to kind of hit the malls. I'll do that for, we do Christmas stockings and, you know, little things like that. And I'll get stuff like that. But for the bigger ticket now, I just kind of order online and let it come to me versus chasing the malls. For me, mm-hmm. the closest mall, you know, is 45 minutes away. So again, having to be in the weather and the cold and whatever. Now that I've gotten older, I'm like, I just have no desire to it. And knowing that that's okay too. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know what, it's about being aware of your own, your own needs, your own self care, I think is so important as well, especially when it comes to meeting with family, because let's face it, not all families get along. So, you know, there's that stress of like, oh, fuck, I'm going to see, you know, this aunt or that uncle or this, my parents or, you know what I mean? Like that can be very stressful for some people too. And it's about, again, setting those personal boundaries so that you're able to stay. I'm hearing like (laughs) spirits, like stay in the peace of the season. Yeah, it's <laughs> the way they're bringing it through. Yeah. And if we're, we know we're going to be walking into a situation where there is drama, again, as empaths and intuitives, I can do preparation walking in. I can make sure that I'm in a really grounded state. I can make sure that my bubble of protection is around me. And I can say, okay, I'm going to stay there for a couple hours and then I'm out of there. So being okay with that, understanding what you're going to be walking into, but, you know, seeing it for what it is, you know, I don't have to walk in with dread. I can just say, okay, I recognize someone's going to be like this. And, and that's the way it is. That's their shit, so to speak. 
And I don't have to be pulled into that. And I think that's sometimes difficult to do when we talk about family dynamics and personalities and dramas and things like that. Setting the boundaries, protection, grounding, all these aspects when we're open and intuitive is really, really important. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that not even just that, but there's also add on to that, the self-care. Yes. So important this time of year. It is. I think that we do. We get so busy. We're in the hustle and bustle of everything that we forget to take that time for ourselves and to check in with ourselves to say, yeah, I don't want to do this. Or yes, I'm feeling overwhelmed or, ooh, this is making me feel like I'm spending too much money. So it's being able to kind of check in with yourself. I would say, you know, multiple times a day, especially during the holiday season is important. And doing those little things that kind of bring you back into alignment with yourself and make you feel grounded. So then you can go forward and, you know, and tackle those malls if you want or say no to those malls if you want. Yeah. The self-care is such a huge aspect. And I think this time of year, we don't recognize it as much. We don't think about it because we're in that busy mode. Yeah. Setting those things, as you said, Kim, and we've talked about this in a prior podcast, how important self-care is. So set those things for yourself. You know, even if you can't do it every day, say at least once a week, I'm going to sit and recharge. Maybe I'm going to have a nice bubble bath with a glass of wine and a good book, you know, whatever that relaxation is for you. So you can get yourself, you know, more connected and and to release all of that stuff that you're hanging on to is, is really important. Absolutely. I also think too, sometimes I remember when I worked my nine to five job, feeling the pressure to complete everything I needed to complete before our quote unquote, you know, vacation or holiday. And I know that that can be really overwhelming trying to meet those deadlines and stuff. So it's about planning ahead. We got a month before Christmas. So it's like really planning ahead so that you're not feeling those stressors as well. Yeah. Simplify things. Keep it simple. The old kiss, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Yes. Also, too, something that just came in is really give yourself some grace, especially like when it comes to, you know what, there's going to be treats, there's going to be gatherings, you're, you're going to eat a little bit more, you're going to drink maybe a little bit more. And just know that it's a temporary thing. You're in the moment you're enjoying. So take that pressure off of the guilt off of like, oh, I have to eat this way or, or I can't do this. It's like, just be again, be in that moment and know that it is temporary. It, it's a month of, of your life. Yeah. You know, so I'm just hearing like, enjoy yourself, however that looks to you. Right. And I think we can get caught up in that for sure about the overeating and calories and sugar and all that. I mean, as a diabetic, I mean, Christmas is like crazy because you got chocolates, you know, and all the baked goodies and stuff like that. And what I've done too, is I'm not going to like abstinence and not touch any of it, but you know what, I'm going to have this a little bit and that's okay. And and being okay with that, right? Exactly. Being in that moderation and still being able to enjoy it versus calorie counting where I can't have this and that, because to me, that's a huge stress. I see that a lot doing hypnosis for weight loss and stuff. I always get an intake more in the beginning of the year because people are stressed out about how they ate over Christmas. You fall back into your habit. I'm one, I'm not one for moderation. (laughs) Like at Christmas time, I overindulge when it comes to the cookies, but that's okay because I know, again, it's not how I eat all the time and I will fall back into my old routines very easily once the holidays are done. So, but that's just me. That's what works for me. So there's so many things that we can do when it comes to taking care of ourselves. And I think we talked about a lot of those, but just to kind of go back and reflect on those is setting realistic expectations. We need to be doing that for ourselves, maybe setting a budget that's going to help us move through things as well. Prioritizing self-care that needs to be at the top of the list. 
Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things because we cannot stand balanced unless we take time for ourselves to be able to recharge. So I would agree, Kim. I think that needs to be one of the number one things that we can do for sure. And like I said, do something you enjoy. Maybe you're going to go for a walk. I know for myself, Christmas, I get in the mood and it's like, oh, look, there's a beautiful, nice falling fluffy snow outside. And I want to go out and walk in it and just listen to the snow falling. As strange as that sounds, it makes me feel good. So taking advantage of those things that bring you back into that sense of peace and connectedness, you know, that's really important as well. Yeah, I think and embracing the simplicity of things, you know, really taking that pressure off of having to have things a certain way and just embrace the simplicity of life. What you're doing is enough and you don't have to go above and beyond. Just kind of stand in your truth that everything you're doing over this holiday season, it's always led by love and When you can embrace that and be okay with it, it's going to make this holiday season so much better. And I would totally agree with you on that one, Kim. I think it's so important because the bottom line is we're we're going to have some stresses one way or the other. So what you choose to do with it is going to be your own. Yeah. And practice gratitude. Yeah. Have gratitude. Have gratitude for everything. I think have gratitude for a gift that you may not use. Have gratitude for the person you haven't seen in forever. Have gratitude in have gratitude in the busy malls. Have gratitude for whatever it is. Just stand in that truth of like, thank you. Thank you for this experience. And that's the most important thing. And that's the energy that I'll send up to is just be in that listening to the music, whatever, and just being in that place of being thankful. I agree. This brings us to the end of this episode. And thank you so much for joining us during our conversation today about holiday pressures. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you for listening. If you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure to come back next week where we're going to talk a little bit about, again, Christmas, how we're missing our loved ones and how we can honor them at this time as well. So until then, this is Paula and Kim. And don't forget that you are powerful. I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.